free music fades into the background, I welcome you once again to the We Have Little Faith podcast. My name is Brown. I'm your host and this is a podcast where we talk about faith, what it looks like in people's lives and what it could mean for our world today. And today we have on my good friend Joe. Um, Joe is someone who is absolutely hilarious. Um, he speaks so honestly about his experience and uh, he's Mr. Hashtag Worldwide right now. Uh, he's just back from his Erasmus which was in South America um, um, uh, he's been in Chile he's been in Peru he's been in Mexico he has not been in Argentina contrary to popular belief <laughs> but yeah he's on today just to talk about his faith and his struggles and you know all that good stuff so I hope you enjoy uh, the conversation it was a lot of fun I think I laughed more than I talked so <laughs> be prepared for that um, and now I have something very special for you Joe has actually written his own rap for the intro music. Um, and now this is a rival rap to Dono's intro, which um, you heard in the previous podcast. If you haven't heard them, I would recommend going back and listening to them in my uh, in my unbiased opinion. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, this rap will make a lot more sense if you've heard Dono's rap. But without further ado, here is Joe's rap and Joe's interview. Enjoy. I'll catch you on the other side. Bye. So I heard Donald's rap about lovely points And I decided it's about time to set him right When I got the call up I knew it was time To talk about faith Why in this day and ages is such a crime Hosted by an owl, gem of a friend I know you're all wanting this rap to come to an end But I keep going on for no apparent reason I hope that I ain't committing some kind of treason But before we begin, let's set something straight I'm expecting all to be listened with a crate A bud, Carlsberg, whatever tickles your fancy Maybe Corona no, I'm not gonna take that chancy. Honestly, bottles ain't my thing, I'm not really a fan. You really can't beat a lovely L can. Lovely cans. Lovely cans. I really want some cans. If only I had a few lovely cans. Pausing to talk about Jesus and things. I hope I don't end up pulling my hamstring. Are you a turf man? I'm more of a charcoal. Did I mention I can speak in Espanol? Bueno, ahora vamos a empezar. Espero que estuviera cerca de un mar. So go on, put on your jammy jan jans. Get comfy and get yourself a lovely bag of cans. Lovely. Cans. Lovely. Can say what? Lovely. Cans, I really want some. Lovely. Cans, especially if I had a few. Lovely. Yes, what do you want? Oh yeah, lovely cans. Lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lovely cans. Okay, perfect. Right, Joe, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Um, I'm excited to chat to you. I actually haven't talked to you in ages, so <laughs> so be a good catch-up, if anything. Uh, yeah, welcome. Yes, I am honoured to be get the call up so thank you Brown, for having me <laughs> this big yeah, call up I, I yeah, you up. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got the call back I mom. didn't even have your number <laughs> like I did the text to you to be like can you give me your number please <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh it's happening it's all happening here uh, also thanks so much for writing a rap like I feel like you've just jumped jumped in uh, in the deep end and you're just going all in I, so. I'm looking forward to hearing what people think like comparing mine to Donald's I feel I feel that I've destroyed his, like, nailed it, but who knows? Yeah, sure. 
you can let us know in the comments who you think <laughs> won this rap battle and if we should have a replay. Yes. Um, for for the final champion of the intro music. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the champion <laughs> battle. The champion SoundCloud rapper. Um, yeah, I honestly like I was listening to it and I was like. People are just going to think this is the widest podcast that has ever happened. <laughs> I was just about to say, I dream of being Chance the Rapper, and that is just so not me. Like, <laughs> I want to make it. <laughs> you should just add the little signs in the background and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever he does. Uh, all right, okay, so let's get serious, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess just like, introduce yourself a little bit. Tell me a bit about your background, um, where you're coming from on this whole uh, fake buzz. Cool, yeah, so thank you for that intro, Rona, for those who don't know me, my name is Joe Barker. Um, I'm 22, living in Dublin as well, nice. Um, I am a third year student studying history and Spanish. I am just back from kind of like, it's not an Erasmus, but like a year away in Chile slash Mexico slash, it was mad, I got <laughs> moved everywhere, so. I wish you couldn't keep track of yeah. where you were. People were like, where's Jerko? I was like, um, I think he's, I don't yeah, know, I was telling people you were on mission work as well. I was like, yeah, he's working. Yeah, he's, he's on mission. People kept messaging me asking, like, how do missions go? And I'm like, yeah, I'm studying. I'm not doing mission work. <laughs> um, That's like the most Christian culture thing ever. Yeah. Like, oh, you're going to, you're going to the, the Southern Hemisphere? Are yeah, you, yeah exactly. <laughs> Here, I got a message from a friend that Brown and myself know. I'll give her a shout out on this podcast, Katrina. And I was in Mexico <laughs> in my like final week and a half. And she messaged me saying, uh, Joe, like, I think um, you should visit this cafe in Argentina. <laughs> like, she thought I was in Argentina. And she's like, you should visit this cafe. It looks really trendy. <laughs> I was like, what? I am in Mexico. <laughs> I feel like, true. I was in Chile and then I was in Mexico. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> But yeah, no. So yeah. So I had an amazing time there, and I'm just back, obviously, during this quarantine. All I had to come home, but because of the Spanish, I was trying to get fluent. So that's why I was over there. Um, I myself, I'm from a Catholic family, um, so growing up Catholic, uh, kind of was in, I'd say, for a good while, in a bit of a bubble, um, with like my family and my close friends were all Christian. So growing up, that's where I'm coming from, um. And kind of venturing out, kind of like seeing the world, like I've been like I've been very lucky, like I said, to be like going to South America and all I did. The reason people were getting mixed up with the mission work is because I did do mission work in Peru <laughs> two years ago. Yeah. Um so kind of that's the background of where I'm coming from. You did um a year of, of Catholic mission work as well, didn't you? Yes. In Ireland. Yeah. So yeah. when I finished my leaving cool. cert, I decided um I didn't really feel like I was ready to go into college um and kind of yeah decided last second it was literally last second to do Mm -hmm. so I was kind of just a year of doing like retreats and leading youth groups and parishes and stuff like that so a mad like yeah mad year for learning um kind of being like to step out in your faith you know what I mean because it's kind of like one thing's like believing it and then stepping out it's kind of proper nerve-wracking but yeah and something I always I always thought about that organizations that um they're good and they're like formation teachings and like um like I think in the Catholic Church your local parish doesn't really uh, teach you the catechism or a lot of the tradition they, they have mass and they have you know community but um often you have to do the the kind of 
catechism stuff yourself or, yeah. or through through school I think it was supposed to be but I don't know what you did in religion class <laughs> you watch movies <laughs> watch the passion on repeat like <laughs> oh yeah no it wasn't even it wasn't even Christian movies we were watching the proposal like <laughs> can't be the rom-com especially in religion class <laughs> honestly yeah and then we were just like that was it like we didn't do anything that's really cool so you were able to like get more into the catholic teaching i guess in that? yeah it's kind of like especially i did it when i was 18 and there was this especially when i was like 17 18 it was kind of like this stepping out of okay i don't want to be spoon fed for my parents or even the close people around me anymore this yeah. i want to make this if this is what i believe in i want to make it my own you know and obviously it's a bit biased going to a Catholic organization for a year, but yeah, that doesn't really help. But um, being no, surrounded by people who are kind of on the similar, same page as you. Um, and like you said, yeah. finally, like a parish, uh, I don't know about parishes in other parts of the world, but in Ireland, like you're not really provided with like catechesis or like the teaching the catechism or anything like that. So kind of getting this taught into me for a year was huge and then like I said yeah. stepping out mm. with that knowledge like it's kind of cementing it you know um mm. so. I think yeah there's so much in the catechism there's so much depth to Catholicism that you know sometimes you know if you just go along to your local parish you don't really get the um the full um experience of I don't know what I'm saying anymore <laughs> Uh, guys, Bruno just woke up. <laughs> yeah, I literally just woke up. Um, if you hear me slurping, I'm drinking my coffee. Um, yeah, so I think that like stepping out as a young person into mission is really good as a young person, like who grows up as a Christian, because sort of like confirmation is stepping into your own faith. Um, and when when you go and do like mission work, which is a lot of working with young kids, like, I think doing retreats for school kids and stuff. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of that. Yeah, so and they ask questions, and like you gotta have answers and sometimes you don't even have those questions yourself you just like have to put yourself in that situation and be like oh yeah it's so cool that like <laughs> yeah it's mad how like you'd have kids like from various ages between let's just say sixth class to like all of secondary school and they'd ask mm. brilliant questions that like you've said you've never thought of yourself and you're like oh my yeah. goodness okay let me get back to you. You go study yourself. And they're like, okay, meet them one week and they've forgotten the question, but you've remembered it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm yeah. talking to you about this. <laughs> so did you always feel like as a young person that you were very secure in your faith and that it was part of your identity or that, like something I, I think a lot about young Christian people is that sometimes you can feel like uh, your parents are passing on, especially in the Catholic Church, you're passing on this tradition mm. to you. And, mm. and uh, it's part of, um, yeah, it's like, it's like a good thing to like, pick that up yeah yourself and like champion it on and you know bring it on yeah bring new life for sure it. for sure that it's kind of I kind of used the word spoon fed earlier um mm. and I think that's what a lot of people experience uh, growing up it's kind of you feel like you don't have a choice or anything it's kind of like okay this is what you gotta believe in you gotta go for it um mm. and to be honest I did have a certain amount of that, like that experience, like I felt like that, okay, I don't have the choice, like not to go to Mass on Sunday or like pray with the family maybe once in a while, two or three times a week or something like, you know, um, but I I had actually a mixture because I felt that I could make my own decisions as well, do you get me? Yeah, um, yeah. And when you were saying about, I don't know, this identity um, as a Christian, like growing up, was that me? Like I, I felt for a long time that I would it's actually I might use the word like ashamed at sometimes in in certain like situations um especially at times I felt in school like I was like do I want to say that 
I'm a Christian. Do I want to say that? Even yeah. I went to like a, a Catholic school, like, but I felt like but I was still like one. being yeah. Christian isn't like it's not like kill. Cool. Yeah, like, yeah. Ooh. And like I, I don't know. I wanted like say I, I love sports, like and still love sports. Just for shout out to all the sports people. Um, <laughs> Big shout out to sports. sports. Um, I know you're having a rough the time sports. recently with yeah, this yeah. I'm there with you. I am with you in but... this. <laughs> the sports. Um. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I'd achieve, like, let's say, do well in football or something. And then I feel like my level of, like, coolness was, like, solid. And then it's like, oh, yeah. but he's Christian, so hmm, let's go down again, you know? Um, yeah. But it was also kind of, like, just linking back to what we said, it was in having people question um, your faith, question mm. what you believed in. I, I used to be, like, so nervous, like, that yeah. someone would ask me a question that I literally didn't know how to answer you know, yeah, or like, yeah. or like, I didn't know how to defend my faith, defend of what what I believe in, which is like, what people believe in with your faith. There is like, it, I think it contributes so much to like your purpose of what you believe in with your life. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, I didn't know how to defend of what my faith was, what my purpose was. Mm. So I used to be so scared yeah. of that. So growing up, yeah. because we're so used to, oh, it's what my parents believe in, you know, yeah. or it's oh, my best friend is Christian, so. I am as well. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that was yeah, our defense. Yeah. Um, so that kind but look, of look yeah. in a way, in a way, like you know, you, that's what you have to be as a kid. You know, you have to be spoon fed at some stage. You need mm-hmm. to pick. You know, I think you've definitely stepped into it yourself with doing the, the year with with the with the missions and you know different stuff like that. And like at some stage or other, you have to kind of step into it yourself because either people are asking you questions and you're like I don't have an answer <laughs> or um you're asking yourself questions you know uh, so on the topic of questions I guess what have been your main struggles with faith oh you that know? is a brilliant question yeah. <laughs> that is a brilliant no, let's I'm go sorry. deep it's so let's mean yeah <laughs> what are your struggles um, well I guess not it doesn't have to be like what's everything you've ever questioned about mm. your faith but like what's something that like is like a reoccurring thing you know your your, your top yeah. your top hits <laughs> top three coming live <laughs> um i would say for me for sure is that i i think for someone's faith like my faith what i believe in i am not 100 percent sure that it is correct and because yeah. if i was it's not a faith you know it's not a faith in that yeah. and i think that's where everyone's coming from that we're not 100% sure like that is completely correct you know and I find that yeah. quite difficult because I love like having something that's definitely right or definitely wrong do you know yeah um yeah. so for me what, what my faith is is like in Christianity and I believe in God um but I do find it hard that no one can be like 100% sure that they are correct um yeah if I was to give a little anecdote to all my anecdote friends out there um <laughs> big shout out to the anecdote community. <laughs> oh please edit that. We've got sports, we've got anecdotes, nah, it's staying in, bro. <laughs> we'll edit out all the good stuff because I'm yeah. using stupid shit. <laughs> My history anecdote friends <laughs> What if I was just luring people into podcasts to make food? <laughs> um yeah. with the same that with like to give a little history anecdote hmm when like when i'm studying history or like we're studying like an event or a speech or something there's like these endless like interpretations of a tweet let's just say oh i don't know to give an example churchill gives a speech during just before mm-hmm. they go into war and uh, 1939 that people interpret like let's just say some person interpreted that 
okay, he meant in the way that the way he said this word was that they're definitely ready to go to war. The way he said this word was that he was unsure, but they had to do it, you know? And yeah. you're looking at both sides and you can't really be sure which one is correct because both are valid, you know? Yeah. So yeah. when I see that, I'm kind of like, okay, I respect where other people's faith is at. And I, I am not in the place to say, okay, you're wrong. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. and they're not in the place to say I'm wrong either. But it's what I truly believe in, that I truly believe in faith. I have a Christian faith, and that's what I believe, and that is linking to my purpose in my life. And I respect yeah. where you're at, but and that kind of be a big struggle for me, that as much as I, I love like the person that I'm with, I love the people that I'm around, that some people, like we're never going to be on the same page with that, you know? And I find that really hard, because yeah. to love someone is like to will the best for another. And... Yeah you're wanting them with all your heart because you believe that that's the best for you and you're like yeah. i think that could be the best for them as well so you're like and they're thinking the literally same thing they're like oh if only joe does this because i want him to have the best as well and it's just i find that so because i'm such an empathetic guy i'm like i really yeah, want yeah. the best for you and you really want the best for me but we're just not on the same page here do you know yeah and even if you both get on the same page and you're reading the same thing like again the interpretation of it <clears throat> i think it's so cool that you use like history as an example yeah i just love hearing how people talk about their faith it's so cool so so unique to them like so you can have like these arguments as to why you believe this over other things but at the end of the day can you be certain certain yeah exactly no, no you can't um, somewhat i think a lot about our culture is that it's gone very down the route of, of science and, and, and logic and, and that's a good thing like look at all the amazing stuff we have like we're zooming right now <laughs> but at, at the end of the day someone we've kind of lost this appreciation for, for mystery Um, you know things can be valid if they're not you know if you don't have a full full logical argument mm. for them and some of the most important and intricate parts of life can never be explained with like an argument or like an that was very disappointing to me as a young person, mm. <laughs> especially, you know, when I started stepping into my own faith and I was like, right, let's get out the catechism, lads. I'm going to have all the answers. <laughs> let's go. Like, I thought I genuinely believed yeah. that. I was like, I, um, and I had, you know, I had my, you know, Christianity 101 basics down and I was like, well, I've got the answers to everything. So mm -hmm. come at me, world. Um, <laughs> But then again, I have a podcast, so <laughs> who's surprised? So to um, all our egotistic people out there, that's a shout out for you. Uh, shout out to the egos. Well, the egos. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> but I think what's cool like, about, about you know, religion is that, uh, if anything, you know, I know the Buddhists talk about, you know, dissembling the ego. And it really is, like, to say, I believe in this and I'm, I'm putting my, my life's purpose and I'm really mm. going for this. And people are like, yeah, but like, give me the proof You're yeah like, i don't i don't have any and it's so humbling yeah it's humbling to me yeah because um, there is like there is a certain amount that you can prove do you know what i mean like as in yeah but it always gets to this line so that's where like the faith yeah. comes in so like you know like as in you can be like jesus was a real person exactly Churchill was a real person you know yeah. you can you can bring those things down but you can be like did his body raise from the dead but we have accounts of it yeah but you know there's humans involved yeah 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 i think that's really cool the interpretation and, and the faith element of faith i guess <laughs> it's just it's not natural for us you know i it's kind of linking back to that i find it difficult to 
like in this day, in this day and age we want an answer to every single thing we want yeah. proof like perfect proof that this is it like you know and to an extent we have like we said like uh jesus like we truly believe that he was alive two thousand years ago and there's mm-hmm. endless evidence for that we've got what we believe like there's miracles happening and there's evidence for that you know so there's evidence for yeah. left right and center but for certain questions that there's just no way to answer them you know yeah um yeah. and yeah. that is something definitely that i struggle with my faith because i'm like I want the answer so badly and you're searching everywhere you're looking for answers whether it's online whether it's through talking to some let anyone left right center you know but you just can't find certain yeah. you know yeah I think and my my looking for answers has brought up more question and I've started to accept in my journey anyway I don't like I can't speak for anyone else but that the questions are sort of the point of it um and actually I like the pursuit of it mm. and, um yes it's sort of driven me i don't know my faith has kind of gone through a bit of a weird thing i don't think it's that weird but um i'm asking like a lot of questions and i always have but like i think it's sent me searching a little bit further afield than i normally would Mm. but it's not my faith has failed me or like that like i'm hurt or like you know something terrible happened and now i'm like angry and i'm gonna prove this wrong but it was more just from a genuine place of being like well i have questions so i just keep looking and i keep finding more stuff yeah and then there's like conflicting information but then i'm just looking at more stuff yeah <laughs> so yeah it's like, i don't know how well i've explained that but no um, no that's so well said i feel like my searching doesn't come from from a massive place of hurt like obviously you know you're you're in the world there's suffering and there's things that do hurt you and it it, it causes you to question mm. um but I, I felt like for me it came from a relatively healthy place mm, mm. <laughs> in that I was just like, I just want to know more stuff. And, uh, you know, so. Yeah, I think it's yeah. with, if it's your faith and it's if you're basing your life on this faith, you want to learn more about it. You, I'd say you even need to learn learn more about it because yeah, yeah. it's what you are basing your whole life on. You're what you believe in, you know? And that's where mm. a lot of times it can come from a place of good because you're like, okay, I'm actually excited to delve deeper into this faith, to delve deeper into what I believe in. Oh, I have a question about this. I'm going to go further because I don't understand where this is coming from. And that's the exciting part of it. It's like, okay, well, linking back to the history, it's like, okay, well, I see this interpretation of that. Well, I want to see the other side. I want to see that interpretation. That, oh, if you look from this perspective, then there's a whole new viewpoint of it, you know? So it is yeah. quite exciting then to actually even grow deeper in a faith like this as well, you know? Yeah, it's like such a nuanced thing as well. Like you, I think I think what you were saying about, about you know, going forward and, and questioning and looking at those different perspectives is important because you can say things, oh, it's a mystery, you know? Mm-hmm. Or I just, I think it, that can be kind of lazy. It can be a kind of a lazy way out sometimes just to be like well we don't know we can never know so there's no point but something that i think like our local parish priest said uh that really hit me a mystery isn't something that you just look at and accept and go well i'll never know anything about that Mm. mystery is something that you there's endless learning in it Mm. you worded it way better and it sounded so good (laughs) um but as in like it's something that you can delve into and you can never stop learning more and you will never come to the bottom of it because it is a mystery it, it can be kind of disappointing sometimes when when you start on the road of faith because you're like well this is the truth so i must have all the answers mm. um but sometimes it's not really about being right or having all the right answers yeah. it's about yeah. you know being on the right path yeah i, I don't know yeah, it's, <laughs> like with, yeah, it's like with faith like 
there's certain like we're going like back to this but like certain questions that there's there's no right or wrong answer well like if we talk about i don't know let's link back to the football friends if we're talking about yes. like man united thank you guys you've brought me a lot of joy in life but also a lot of pain <laughs> like you can there's a right or wrong answer to how many goals ryan Giggs scored in this year or something do you know what i mean yeah, like there and, is yeah, and you yeah. can discuss and argue about their importance and all like that but at the end of the day linking back to it with with faith it's kind of you can't there's no if it's certain things there's no distinguishable right answer or wrong answer do you get me so. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't mean that doesn't mean that there's there's not there's it's not a important and fruitful conversations to have or, or mm-hmm. searching to have, mm-hmm. um, because I think I think what you do get is something that's not sort of the answers that we're used to, like in in now I say our society now, well, I don't really know like for past societies if this was any different. Like, maybe it's just a genuine human struggle to want security, um, mm. but what you don't you don't get security, you get revelation, mm. um it's different um so i just think there's different kinds of truths you know which is something i i learned a couple of years ago and i think it's been helpful for me there's there's a truth like a factual mm. evidence truth yeah. and then there's something that is essence of it is true mm. and um has this thing that like resonates i use that word because i don't really know how else <laughs> to describe it but if you ever hear something like for example if you're like in therapy and you're your counselor your therapist says something to you about yourself you're like maybe in this situation you're acting out of this and oh it just resonates, it resonates. it's true within yes. you and um, and they're not saying like from these different facts we can conclude that you have a massive ego brown <laughs> um, <laughs> they could but they say something that's true and it resonates with you and you mm. understand that is true without needing a full um scientific analysis and logical argument for it mm. um I think faith has a lot to do with that. There's, it's all wrapped up in. Very those, well said. Very well said. Brother. <clears throat> I'm going to feed this yeah. ego. Very well said. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man, I am amazing. <laughs> yeah. wow. This is actually a therapy <laughs> session. <laughs> Shows my online therapy. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get that introduction to start, so there you go. That's me. <laughs> Hit him up for free therapy. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess what makes the pursuit of faith worth it for you? What? Why are you? Why are you still on this boat? You know, there's there's questions, there's struggles, uh, there's suffering in the world. Things don't line up. Mm. If you feel like maybe you can go your whole life and not have a concrete answer in this, I know this is probably a bit of a rough question, but mm. like, mm. you know, what what makes what makes it meaningful? Why why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> why do you exist, Joe? And tell me more. No. <laughs> no. Why are you here on this boat? <laughs> yeah please <laughs> please give me a reason for your existence yeah. let's go for the hard ones here start off with the hard questions um i i'm gonna start off with a negative point here and then it'll lead to positive um yeah. for meaning of faith um i'd say i found a lot of meaning with my growing up of like the people around me like my family friends and less, mm-hmm. less especially just the catholic church that gave me this meaning this purpose and faith of what I believed in, this identity of faith, and like to strive in it, to to go deeper in it. Um, and okay. I will say that with the negative side, obviously with all the struggles and uh, what of what the Catholic Church has been going through that's been coming to light in recent times, that really yeah. dampened 
this this willingness and wanting to grow deeper in my faith because I'm like okay the people who I give such confidence such trust in a lot of them have failed me now um, and failed the world you know Um, and it was kind of that hit home that hit hard like I said okay because you you put so much trust in them and then for that trust to be broken was was very difficult so this wanting of like striving of faith was definitely cut Um, but to link that in with story I kind of mentioned at the start that I had the incredible opportunity to go to Peru for a bit and I was Mm. actually living uh in there was this it was a bit of a a complex there and I lived in uh it was an orphanage that was run by uh, brothers and by priests there was actually an order there that ran the orphanage and there was both for uh, the boys and for the girls um And kind of this hurt that I felt and this pain of seeing like the, the Catholic Church, like knowing that they'd done such wrong, you know, kind of I, I, yeah. I'd I been focusing. I am not trying to defend at all what they did because there was a lot of bad that happened yeah. there. But yeah. I did. It was revealed to me the good as well. You know, it was good because I saw these kids who and like for, for by the way, with this please, I'm not giving a shout out to myself at all because I only went for two months and there's these people laying down their lives for these people. Um, yeah. And there's these, so I saw, for example, um, there's some kids who obviously don't know their parents. There's some kids who um, were living on the side of the streets for years until the brothers and priests found them. Um, I got a chance to go a couple of times to um, where the nuns were working and they were working with the bed bound. So people, so kids who couldn't get out of bed um, a lot of them were autistic or special needs, so they literally couldn't feed themselves even. And it was in this moment, Brown, I'm telling you now, that I just saw the good, the good in people, that this like truth, this like their they like this faith, their purpose is like to, their love, like I'd link all those together, faith, purpose, love, all linking three and one there was yeah. in this serving, you know, their yeah. whole lives. There's these people living their whole like their whole life's purpose was to be there for these kids that were on the bed you know like they were serving because they couldn't survive by themselves you know yeah um yeah. and when i saw this i i just i kind of opened my eyes again i was like okay i've been hearing such negative things i've been like like so much bad things have been happening in church but you know what no one knows but there's so much good as well you know we don't even yeah. think about the good at times when we're hearing such negative things happening um and Sorry, I'm doing a big story here, linking around. No, but it's, it's really good. When you ask me about what gives me this, like, what's attractive about faith, what's this hope about faith, I see these people that are laying down their lives, and I'm like, their faith is so attractive. You know what? That they, yeah. they have a love that's grown so much that it's kind of going into the Christian faith to, like, um, do unto others as they've done to you, uh, to love your neighbor as yourself. You know, that this, they are giving their whole selves to this person to all these people that are struggling you know um and i want to do that because that's that's so attractive because i i want to lay my life down on the line for other people you know i want to give not to feel good not for that at all like to feel good to feel like i've achieved anything but because it is so attractive and so to just completely give it all you know to give it all because you're free then you're free to give and yeah like yeah that's kind of where i'm coming from at that point of what's attractive about faith is, is seeing is seeing it being lived out so you saw these people who were living out this lifestyle that you were like yes. wow that's amazing uh, what's the source of this mm. 
and the source of it was their faith. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know if this is introducing a, a whole other topic that maybe we could talk about for hours, but I'll just mention it briefly. I think you can have this sceptical view of it and you can say, well, you are doing something good because you're trying to buy your place in heaven in a way um and like why are you doing what's good is it because jesus told you to and you have to do this if you want to live eternally and i've heard a lot of skeptics of faith say that uh, now and that's not just about the catholic church or about christianity you know they, from what i've read about the quran and about islam it's really important for them to do good works mm. um and it's part of their religion it's almost like you know tithing or that doesn't mean that it's from a selfish place you know what i found with religious you know um clergy or people who, who serve in that way is they have this love for the world uh, and it's not a fake thing i'm sure there's bad people in there you know actually i know there's bad people in there <laughs> we know about the bad people yeah. in there um but there's a majority of these people are just good people who, who have been inspired and have this love um well that was my experience anyway from, yeah from I, ju- I, I just saw to. this like inherent good and i see i'm this is what i'm searching for in so many people that there's this inherent good to do good to others you know and like you said yeah. you summed it up perfectly there Bruno, by saying seeing people live out a life of faith of what they truly believe in is very attractive and for me coming from my my perspective seeing someone live a life filled with faith of a christian faith is so attractive for me because it's what i'm yearning to do it's what i want to strive towards you know yeah yeah. Wow, that's that's amazing. Uh, thank you for sharing with me about your faith. Yeah, I think it's so inspiring to to hear about young people who you know are Catholic and who are you know active in their faith, um, especially from Ireland. Yeah, I, I just think there is good in it. Um, you know, I don't know where I'm at with it myself, but um, yeah, it's important to to focus on that. Mm. Otherwise, I think we lose a lot. Throwing the baby out with the bathwater is probably a phrase I use way too often on this podcast. But, you know, I, I, I just, I think we should be careful with those things. Yeah. Um, Grant, thanks so much for your talk to me. Oh, Brona, thanks so much for having me. I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed this conversation. So thank you. <laughs> this has started off my Sunday very well. <laughs> just a shout out to um, all. Yeah, whoever didn't get a shout out, we're... You guys, you know. Yeah, once again, yeah. sports. sports. Um, shout out to sports. Yeah. Uh, shout out to football in particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anecdote. Anecdotes. Anecdote crew. All, all my anecdote friends, you know who you are. You know, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're making it now. You're making it big time. <laughs> and a shout out to Katrina as well. Oh, and her she... love for Argentinian yeah. families. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's all the shout outs for today. I think we've reached our quota. Um, but, yeah. All right, that was my interview with Joe. Um, I had so much fun. <laughs> um, yeah, listen, I know there's not a lot of um, diversity in the backgrounds of people I'm talking to. Most people I'm talking to are Christian and Catholic. Um, but, you know, that's where I'm coming from. That's that's who I'm around at the moment, um, you know. So I think what I'm trying to focus on is not so much a diversity in faith backgrounds, but a diversity in approaches towards faith and a a diversity in interpretations of the concept of faith. And I think um, it was really interesting talking to Joe about how he um, sees history and interpretation and his struggles with that. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed. You can now start referring to Joe by his SoundCloud alter ego, which is low fat milk, spelled with a (laughs) P-H. His rap's absolutely unreal. Uh, I've been listening to it like over and over again just to get all the references. So fun. Anyway, listen, thanks so much for supporting. Thanks for listening in. And, you know, subscribe if you want. I'm not going to force you to, but 
you know, be sound if you did. <laughs> right, stay safe, um, and I will catch you next week. Bye!